0: Trigger warning. The following episode contains references to gore, animal cruelty, human suffering, death, factual inaccuracies, several entitled people making light of all these things. If any of the aforementioned topics cause you discomfort, you may want to listen to a different episode.
1: Apparently kissing needs to come with those allergen warnings. I'm Kelly. Doctor,
2: I have this stabbing pain in my guts and I don't know what could be causing it. I'm Adam.
3: I might not be able to see or smell, but this is definitely a lemon gummy bear. I'm Andy.
0: Sack face? Nah. Nut mouth? No. Wait, I got it. I'm Sean, and this is Acid Pop. Hello everyone, and welcome back to our 100th episode. Woo! Boy, they haven't killed us yet. <laughs> Thanks for sticking with us, everybody. Today for our special episode, we'll be talking about the mouth. I have a good mouth. Yep. That's what the guy at a truck stop told me. a <laughs> mouth. <laughs> like and today we're joined by a special guest because we're going to need extra hands. It's my wife, Alex. Alex, say hello.
1: Hello.
0: <laughs> really on the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so etymology of the word mouth. Uh mouth went all over Europe without ever really changing so much that it was unrecognizable, but it was a fun word to say everywhere it went. Mouth. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> Old English Muth, Proto-Germanic Mutha, Old Norse Munner, Danish Mund, mid-Gothic Munth. <laughs> uh, a lot of fun with that one. <laughs> and uh yeah, it always meant mouth, but the Definition on the site I visited was oral hole. That is not sexy. <laughs> hey, baby. Love your oral hole. <laughs> Excuse me. You got a full oral hole. <laughs> and tongue is similar. It was Old English tung, Proto-Germanic tungo, Old Norse tunga. <laughs> <The> amazing tungo. <laughs> Dutch tong, High German zunga, and Gothic zunga. tugo. Zunga sounds a little sexy. hmm <laughs> So I couldn't find a fear of the mouth specifically, but I did find philemophobia, which is the fear of kissing, from Greek philema, meaning kiss. Glossophobia and Laliophobia are fears of speaking, and that's from Greek glossa, meaning tongue, and lal, meaning speech. Hopefully
1: none of us have that one. Mm -hmm. It'd be a problem.
0: I really do, but (laughs) hey. Or on to our acid pop quiz. True or false, pound for pound, the tongue is the strongest muscle in the human body. I believe that's the heart, so I'm going to say false.
3: And also not my muscles. Boom! Oh! Got a license for those
0: guns?
1: Yeah, that seems unlikely. I'm going to say false.
0: I think it's the heart. Yeah? Well, despite what I've heard, this is false. There are several muscles stronger than the tongue. You don't even have to travel very far. Your jaw muscles are stronger than your tongue. Let's masticate. Yeah. Also, the tongue is composed of eight muscles, but the tongue does have some things going for it. Stamina, for example, your tongue pretty much never stops moving. That's a pickup line. <laughs> and uniquely for parts in your body, it just never really gets tired. There's not very many muscles that do that. And also the muscles in the tongue are the only ones that are attached at one end. Hmm. No, that's
3: true. Yeah,
0: weird. So yeah. It's not strong, but it's weird. Yeah. I've got a strong, weird tongue. <laughs> Just like me. So true or false, you can die by swallowing your tongue and choking on it. I've always heard you can.
3: Uh, So I think that's false. I think you have to bite off Kelly, your- Kelly, don't try it. <laughs> I just <laughs>
1: attempted it.
3: It didn't work. It was for science, Sean. I believe you have to bite off your tongue beforehand, so I'm going to say false. I think it's true,
0: but I don't know. That might just be TV. So this is false. Uh, there's a little piece of skin at the bottom of your jaw that stops it wandering too far. So long as that's there, it's not going anywhere.
3: I can touch my uvula. <laughs> <laughs> and then throw up. No, that
0: comes in a minute when you make me eat all this stuff. Mm-hmm. All this perfectly normal stuff. So true or false, your taste buds are clumped together by types of the tastes that they interpret.
1: False.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's false. Like, that that's one of those lies they tried to teach us <laughs> in
0: elementary school.
1: Like, I can see the diagram in my head, but mm-hmm. yeah.
0: yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a lie. Yep, this is false. So... For those of you that may not have seen this map, the map says that you taste sweet things with the tip of your tongue, salty and sour things on the side, and bitter at the back. So this is mostly false. Uh, This goes back to the tongue taste map that most people have probably seen with the tastes isolated to certain areas. Mostly, this came from a scientific study in 1901 by a German scientist named David Hannig. Now, Hanning was testing regions of the tongue by dripping certain flavors on certain parts. He then ranked how sensitive they were on a scale of one to four. So, an area that got a one could taste a certain flavor better than an area that got a four, but they could both taste it. Where's my zesty region?
3: Oh, that's in Flavor
2: Town. <laughs>
0: In fact, the differences between a 1 and a 4 were insignificant to most people, but they were important to the work that Hannig was doing. So his data was misinterpreted, and as a result, we've had the taste bud map for over a hundred years. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> I keep on telling people.
3: And, and one of my favorite shows of all time is Good Eats, and it's Alton Brown. Put salt on your food, it makes everything else taste better.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, when you watch Cooks on TV, when I put salt in a recipe, it's like, ding, Ding. They, like, upturn the shaker and, like, oh. empty it out.
3: Sean, I've started doing it, and my heart rate has never been better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, my little brother is a chef, and he says the first thing they taught him when he started working in professional kitchens was, like, every seasoning you do, especially salt, just, like, start by quadrupling it and then go up from there.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
3: That's fine dining. <laughs> yep. And breathing.
0: So we're on to our fill-in-the-blank. The Chinese soft-shelled turtle does what with its mouth? Digests, <laughs> sings. Ooh,
1: oh, oh. Uh, it's got one of those fancy tongues that lures in prey. Mm.
0: No, it pees. <laughs> ah. Oh, thank you, Chinese <laughs> soft-shelled turtle. Couldn't couldn't be bothered to do that at the back end like everyone else. So scientists observe this turtle dipping its head into water, and the water getting really smelly. <laughs> They ran some tests and found that only 6% of the urea that this turtle produces comes out the back. The rest comes out its mouth. Weird. You may ask, why? Because they nasty. (laughs) Well, the scientists aren't super sure, but their current theory is that when turtles pee the normal way, they have to drink fresh water in order to draw salts... Out of the water to be peed out hmm. Since this turtle does it out The face it can get by with just Brackish water the downside However is that if it can't find Water to rinse its mouth out it Gets the worst <laughs> breath of all turtles <laughs> <sighs> And
2: and they can't make out with Other turtles
0: I mean it can make out with Other not unless they can rinse their mouth out So our next two questions have to do with some Crazy long animal tongues So where do woodpecker Tongues attach
3: oh it's In the brain <laughs> No, it's way far back there. It's like right behind their eyes.
2: (laughs) Not saying you're wrong. You're just very excited about it.
3: (laughs) I've seen seen the diagram. I've seen
1: it. I'm tempted by Andy's enthusiasm Mm -hmm. here.
2: I'm going to say it goes down to their toes.
0: (laughs) They kick real hard and their tongue goes in and out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, like mid-chest area.
0: Yeah. Well, woodpeckers need a long tongue to lick inside the holes they make in trees to get bugs out. Their tongue is one-third the length of their bodies, so oh, wow. it can't all fit inside their beak. Instead, it goes out the bottom of the jaw, around the back of the skull, up over the top, and attaches right around the top of the beak. Yay. Not the brain. <laughs>
1: That's close.
2: Well,
0: <laughs> it's pretty close, yeah. It wraps it, all the way around their head. It doesn't break the tongue-brain barrier. <laughs> I taste my knowledge. <laughs> so where does a pangolin tongue attach?
1: They're kind of like an anteater type of thing, right? Oh,
0: they're, yeah. They're like
3: dragons. They're, they're a yeah. mix between anteaters and uh, artichokes. Yeah, <laughs> an artichoke. Right. Yeah, and an artichoke. Uh, the tail. Uh, stomach? It's very long. Mm-hmm. Dips in, brings it right there. Just
1: wraps around one of the legs.
0: <laughs> then it unwinds like a cartoon character throwing a baseball. Mm-hmm. So pangolins eat bugs that hide in tight crevices like ants and termites. To get in there, its tongue is longer than its entire body, and it attaches at the pelvis. Wow.
3: (laughs) Wait a minute.
0: (laughs) I can taste the sex.
3: I feel like there's a lot of, like,
2: (laughs) wasted length if it's all back there.
3: That's
1: what I was thinking, too. Like, if it's...
0: Well, it, like, like contracts. Hmm. So, you know, it's like... It expands straight out. Why not just have it
2: connected to the jaw, but have it expand the same distance?
0: Because <laughs> then it would fill up <laughs> its whole mouth with tongue. Well,
3: <laughs> why not have an accordion in there?
0: <laughs> Got a weird owl tongue. So we're on to our terms. What is scrotal tongue?
3: Uh, Well.
2: That's when you get that hairy tongue. When a mom and yeah. a
3: dad love each other very much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> very much. Scrotal tongue? I'm going to say hairy tongue?
1: Yeah. I've seen it. <laughs>
0: They're selling me on this. Yeah. Well, not quite. Also called fissured tongue, this is when the tongue has cracks in Racks, it. Cracks, yeah. <laughs> not quite. Also it's totally wrong. Mold. <laughs> Googling this brings up some clearly photoshopped images, but it can look pretty strange all by itself. And we're going to look at a picture that captures the creepiness and the name. Oh, oh good. I th- think I'd love it. Okay. See if that works. Uh, ah! Weird.
3: Looks like a brain. Yeah, that's Yeah, that's what I was
0: thinking. <laughs> that's probably more uh, dinner appropriate. So, yeah. So There you go. Scrotal tongue. Brain tongue. Scrotal tongue. scrotal? <laughs> I mean, you gotta admit. I mean, well, I but, guess it's in the it neighborhood. cranial tongue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's write a letter.
3: <laughs> the
1: person who discovered it really didn't like the person they discovered it on.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got scrot tongue. Nut tongue. <laughs> hey, your tongue looks like balls. <laughs>
0: Look at all <old> crotch face <laughs> over here. <laughs> What? come what? on guys does it hurt you said it's gonna be completely anonymous <laughs> so up next what is coos dilly coos dilly uh what's couscous it's like a rice uh
2: yeah it's like uh it's pickled couscous <laughs>
3: <laughs> i was gonna say it's it's like a hootenanny <laughs> <That's a Kusadili. laughs> yeah it, it's
0: a it's a jamaican hoot nanny. <laughs>
1: No, that's a, a a mouth disease you get from eating too much couscous.
0: Ooh. In the Turkish village of Kuskoy, this is the local dialect word for the bird language. So Kuskoy is a big valley village and people live pretty far apart. To communicate across long distances, villagers stick two fingers in their mouth and tweet, warble, and shrill to find out how <laughs> their neighbors are doing and if they can swing by tomorrow to help out with the harvest. They have schools that teach kids this language. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, this is super cool, though the use of cell phones means this language is dying out. Uh,
2: but to be fair, they're still tweeting each other. It's true.
0: <laughs> so what is Marcus
3: Gunn
2: Syndrome?
1: That's when you think you're Marcus Gunn.
3: That's
2: uh, <laughs> That's when you're always shooting your mouth off.
3: <laughs> Marcus Gunn Syndrome is when you just fucked Cleopatra, but you flex. Okay. Is that, is that not smart enough? <laughs> You're very
1: clever, Andy.
3: Now sit down. Mm-hmm.
0: I am. So this is a pretty rare thing where a kid is born with a droopy eyelid. It stays half open until the kid starts talking. Then the eyelid goes up and down in time with the movements of the jaw. Weird. Wow. While it doesn't tend to go away, it usually becomes so slight that no one notice it as the kid gets older. Also
2: known as uh, Forrest Whitaker syndrome. <laughs> yeah.
1: I feel like that would that would be irritating if it was you, though. Like, yeah. I notice when my eyelid's twitching. I imagine
2: you'd get used to it, though. Well, babies don't know nothing about nothing. Yeah, babies is dumb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that concludes the first part of our acid pop quiz. But for our special 100th episode, we're going to actually do some science here today. Blech. <laughs> you shouldn't hate science, Andy. I have heard up, that <laughs> your taste is 80% determined by your nose, and a good portion of what's left is determined by your sight. So, if you take away your sight and your sense of smell, apparently you really can't taste anything at all. That's why our system is going to gouge out our eyes. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Brace yourselves. <laughs> ah, this is for the podcast. <laughs> So we have three tests to do. We have five flavors of gummy bears. We're going to see if we can identify them. We have a slice of onion, a slice of apple, and a slice of potato. Potato. And then we have apple juice, orange juice, and water. So for each of our three tests, we're each going to take turns and see if we can figure out, if we can tell the difference. Who wants to go first?
1: I think you should demonstrate. Okay. So maybe I should go first and you should do the applying. Okay.
0: So which which uh, substance do we want to do first?
1: Let's do the gummy Amardius bears.
0: Okay. His, his nose plug's on, though. My nose plugs are on. <laughs> All right. Well, we can do this in tandem because we can do one on each set. So, Kelly, if you would, apply your blindfolded nose plug. We need
1: the nose plug for the gummy bears?
0: Yeah. They do smell. What are we doing first? Gummy bears. Gummy bears first. All right. So I'm going to skewer gummy bears, and we're going to do each flavor twice in a random order. And the flavors of our Haribo gummy bears, hashtag not a sponsor, <laughs> Classic. are raspberry, pineapple, orange, lemon, and strawberry. And the strawberry's green. What's up with that? Yeah. Okay. The nose plugs hurt less if you put them at that angle. They're kind of hard to skewer. All right. So this is number one. Hold out your hand. Adam, open up your mouth. There you go. Eat it. Yep. I don't know how we want to do this. Okay. Eat it.
1: Eat it.
3: Eat it.
0: it.
1: Tastes like sweet.
0: (laughs) Yeah, son. So don't tell him if he got it right or wrong until the end, because then he'll be able to eliminate ones he's already done.
1: I don't think I could swallow with the nose plug on. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that makes it tough.
0: You got it, your ears will just pop. (laughs) Kelly can't breathe through her mouth, so she has to hold her breath for this entire test. I want to say that was lemon?
1: Flavors again, strawberry, lemon.
0: Orange, raspberry, and pineapple. I
1: think that was orange.
0: Okay. The nose plugs do make it very difficult. Next, number two. There you go.
1: Oh, I can barely taste this one. Go. <laughs> I'm guessing pineapple.
0: Okay. Orange. Okay. There
3: you are. Number three. Number three coming up. Strawberry. Okay. It's like an Adams clearing his mouth. I still have gummy bear in my mouth. I think I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> you got? what sort of flavor you got? Uh. I don't know what I
1: haven't guessed, but I don't know that it matters.
3: Pineapple? All right. Number four. Here comes Retin and Link. Toothpicks all over the floor.
1: Lemon. Strawberry.
0: <laughs> you got it? the uh, Number five?
1: I forgot. There's no flavors left.
0: Oh, well, there's five flavors.
1: I know, but I forgot the fifth one. I don't know what it tastes like.
0: I'll give you a clue. I'm not doing one through five and then one through five. Ugh.
1: Oh, so some of these might be repeats?
0: Yep. Oh. Oh, really? I think this might be pineapple. Okay.
1: Give me a break here.
2: Uh, I think all I have left is raspberry, so I guess that. So
0: far, this seems very hard.
2: Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Am I all done with my gummy bears? Do we
3: want to reveal?
0: Well, I think we keep going.
3: Orange. Give me another one. Another gummy bear. No No more, please. <laughs> <laughs> nose plug hurts
1: yeah (laughs) tilt it down adam it's less painful (laughs) if you tilt it down
3: i'm I'm trying to adjust my nose plug (laughs)
2: lemon
0: all right number seven here
3: comes number seven eat it
2: eat the gummy bear (laughs) these used to be a fun food
1: (laughs) (laughs) strawberry
2: pineapple
1: number eight we're almost done adam
0: (laughs) only two left (laughs) after this one
1: Yep, still tastes like sugar. (laughs) Strawberry. Raspberry.
0: And number nine.
3: Here comes another one. Another gummy bear.
1: Lemon. I think I've guessed lemon like four times.
3: (laughs) Lemon
0: party. Well, if you guess lemon every time, you're guaranteed to get two right. Orange? And the final gummy bear.
1: At last. Final gummy. All
0: right, you can take off your stuff now.
3: Not you. You're eating a gummy bear.
1: What's interesting, when I took off my stuff, my guess changed, but I'm going to stick to the original, which was uh, strawberry. Okay. Raspberry. I took it off, I thought
3: orange. Would you like the results for Adam first? Sure.
0: I was in a candy nightmare. Adam was six and four. Wow. That's impressive. Adam got six correct, four wrong. Kelly was two and eight. (laughs) <laughs> and <Kelly> Guinness, <laughs> both of kelly's right answers were strawberry interestingly enough so apparently strawberry is the only one that tastes like strawberry
1: what was the last one uh, lemon <laughs> close with orange
0: all right now that was very bizarre <laughs> i'm gonna slip on my blindfold and see what you whiners were complaining about
3: it's not the blindfold <laughs> are we still doing gummy bears
0: yeah yeah that's why oh, there was good. that's yeah. why there's
2: four of me
3: christ i crutch. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts like hell
2: yeah they really don't want any smell getting in there
3: <laughs> oh okay
2: <laughs> be, be careful not to inhale gummy bears. Ah. There's only one way for air to get in right now. Okay, it's past
0: the gummy bear.
3: <laughs> speaking of the microphone,
0: <laughs> no, Andy, you're in the bathroom.
3: <laughs> I didn't go there.
0: Okay, Sean, Watch there's your face. one. All right. Oh man, Oh, it doesn't taste like anything. I know, right? Ah, oh, just a sensation, a squishy, sweet sensation. <laughs> Don't laugh when you have the gummy bear in your mouth. <laughs> All right. Orange.
3: Okay. Oh, pineapple. Gross. <laughs> Actually, that is my favorite, but.
0: All right. Number two. Ah, oh, it's like I've got flavor deaf. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Who is this? This is nice. <laughs> Lime? Lemon? There's no, this no... is pineapple again. <laughs> <laughs> this one's pineapple. Uh, I fucked up the other one.
0: Raspberry. All right. Number three. Maybe swapped these out with flavorless gummy bears while I wasn't looking.
1: (laughs) Yep, I made them myself. I'm surprised you can swallow. I couldn't swallow.
2: Swallowing is hard, guys. Ah, ah, shit. Strawberry. Lime.
0: There is no lime. There is no
2: lime. (laughs) (laughs) Shit.
0: (laughs) Lemon. Lemon, 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 lemon,
2: lemon, lemon. I'm sending your answers straight to the government.
1: All right, number four, I think. I've lost count already. This is number four. I can't count with my eyes closed. (laughs) Can't see your fingers. Uh, The whole world's watching. Lemon.
3: This is raspberry. This is raspberry. It's good. I like it. It's great.
2: (laughs) Raspberry is my favorite when I'm blind. (laughs) Don't laugh with that nose plug. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) It's like some sort of demon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like an alien who doesn't know how humans laugh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Maybe you're able to smell. <laughs> well, I have to swallow some. We're too much. Of my nostrils suck it.
2: I know it's awful.
3: What? what are we doing? The next one, number five. <laughs> number five. Well, let's remember, strawberry. That's great.
0: Ah, jeez.
3: No, that's not strawberry. What is this? Raspberry. It's strawberry, fuck it. fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> no, that's I want to say live again, but that's lemon.
0: That's not <laughs> there is no lime.
2: <laughs> we are that not. We are not creating flavors. Uh, grapefruit. It's got to be grapefruit. <laughs> what was your answer on that
0: one?
3: Lemon, I get. I've guessed I've several things several times. So
0: number six,
3: six, six, six. Number six. My boogers are coming out.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm pineapple. Guessing pineapple. Man, Adam's got a tough score to beat. I don't feel like I can... Strawberry? I didn't know I was being that competitive. Question
3: mark. Okay, there's the microphone. i got to see it out of the bottom of my How does it
0: feel to be a master taster,
1: Adam?
2: <laughs> Ooh, I have a super tongue.
3: That was Chef.
1: What is this one?
2: <laughs> or is this eight? This is seven. Seven, okay. I'll give you a hint. It's not lime. is
3: it lime? I swear to God, you slipped them in there.
2: We're creating flavors out here. Raspberry. Sure. Uh, orange.
3: No, I deny that. It's pineapple. No, it's raspberry. It's raspberry. Okay, it's definitely raspberry.
2: If you could see my face right now, you'd know the truth.
3: When did we become good mythical morning? <laughs> <laughs> On
1: eight. our hundredth episode, 20. number eight. They're doing quite well for themselves.
3: Yeah, roll it around the mouth. Get a good taste part.
1: Yeah, you really got to get your tongue
2: in there. Today, that one me. is
3: lemon. Fuck that.
1: Uh, raspberry.
2: Fuck you, Gummy Bear. Fuck
3: that, boys.
0: This is legitimately very hard. <laughs> it's way harder than you'd think. And these nose plugs are very uncomfortable. <laughs> I spent like a dollar fifty on Amazon.
2: They must be very good. <laughs> They've got to be top of the line. Way.
1: Number nine we're working on here.
2: Yeah, you got one more after
0: this. Uh, pineapple.
1: Strawberry. Final gummy. Oh. That's the
3: final gummy.
0: Oh, it's the softest one. What does that mean? It
1: means I've been holding on to it this whole time. <laughs>
3: I've been holding off this pineapple, obviously. Yeah.
2: Right. Is that your final guess?
3: Yeah. Well, I kicked. Yeah.
2: <laughs> now, Andy, this number I'm holding up, do you Is think that that's me, uh,
3: wrong?
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, Strawberry.
3: and Kelly's right, record. Good.
1: <laughs> Kelly's record. You're with me at the two out of ten. Yep. how so- I do? Four out of ten. Oh.
3: Yeah. Adam's eight out of ten.
1: I'm a gummy bear <laughs> expert. You can identify orange every time. Yeah. Oh, I didn't
2: I didn't keep track of your stats. You got two right though. So there's not many stats to keep track of. <laughs> do you know which ones Andy got
0: right?
1: He got lemon right both times.
0: You did it, Andy. Your boy knows lemon. You're a lemon champion. So Kelly can guess strawberries, I can guess oranges and Adam's can guess lemons and and Adam or Andy can guess lemons. Adam's can guess anything. <laughs> Adam gets them all. Adam doesn't guess, he knows.
2: <laughs> guessing <laughs> isn't part of science. What's our next guessing game? What's our next terrible right. guess? Are,
0: are you going to take my hands from me next? <laughs> <laughs> what other sensations do you want? All right, so we're gonna do our last solid foods, and then we'll move on to the liquids. Solid foods. So now we have onion versus apple versus potato. The gummy bears, admittedly, were very hard, but gummy bears mostly just taste like sugar. So I'm, I'm more confident that I can do this one, but we'll see.
3: Oh, I'm definitely confident. Give me some of that,
0: <laughs> some of that good stuff.
3: Good. Alex
2: is still getting things prepared. He record
3: recording yet?
2: Oh, thank you. Am I? Now I am. Okay.
3: You right have on. grabbed a toothpick. Number you are one. holding a toothpick. That's a sweet, sweet apple. Oh, it's got to be potato. Delicious. Wonderful. I love it. It's all downhill from here. I mean, hold on. Yeah, that's potato. Totally. No, that's apple. I got apple.
1: Okay, here's object number two.
0: I'm a lobster. I pinch.
3: <laughs> that's onion. <not it. laughs> that's always been <laughs> onion. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, apple like night and day. That's fun. That's
3: funny, Your mouth it? I can't taste it though. It's we should probably texture. give
2: Andy a cup of water or
3: something. Yeah, all right, all right.
2: Can
3: I get something?
2: Alex is working Object on number it.
3: Number three. Ooh, spicy. <laughs> Hold on, I, I'm still spitting out what I just ate. Wawa, wow. that was an idea. a, uh, was a, a, bowl. a bowl for what for what's in my
2: hand? This is what it would be like to take care of Andy if he was blind.
3: <laughs> Stop feeding me these things! You no, know, wait, there's more! But well, wait, there's
2: more! The bowl isn't
0: there, Andy, don't drop it. Alright, what are we are We on number three? We're on number three. Is Andy ready for number
3: three? Uh, I know it's potato. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Oh, that's yeah, dark.
0: I'm trying to taste it. <laughs> Fuck oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> oh, just gonna paper gosh. towel for him or something. Where's
3: my bowl? Yeah,
0: just keep the bowl.
3: That was easy as shit. Was that it? Oh, but Altie's like onion now.
0: Well, we gotta do. We gotta do each one twice. <laughs> <laughs> <A little> look <laughs> on Andy's face.
3: Andy, please verbalize your looks. Yeah, that's the
0: podcast, right? Andy. Eh? <laughs> all right. All right. I'm doing number number four. Number four. Number four. Number four. Ooh, wait. Oh wait. Oh, I changed my answer on the last one. Oh, yeah. This is onion. <laughs> the last one was potato. Definitely onion. <laughs> Nasty. Yep, that's onion. Raw.
2: So I did. I feel like this one's way easier than gummy bears.
0: Potato, apple, potato, onion is where we're at. Oh, sweet oh, apple. Okay. Number, number five. <laughs> you got? Thank
3: <laughs> <laughs> you, God, for apples.
0: Oh, yeah. That's an apple.
3: I don't believe in you, but thank you for apples. I'm on six. That's a gross potato.
1: <laughs> <laughs> number six.
3: Ooh. Ooh. I, tell you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I assume I got 100% correct. Andy got an A. Sean,
1: you almost missed one. Yeah. When you were expecting a potato to be an onion, you thought it was an onion.
0: Yeah. I did until I tasted an actual onion. Not only do onions come apart in a
3: specific way, yeah, the they onions taste
0: have
2: like onion. the onions have much a much different texture to them, it's which feasible. might make it easier.
0: I was trying very hard to just use my tongue and like not use my teeth, but even so, it was some of them. They definitely had a very textural difference. But I, I'd say even by flavor, that test was much easier. <laughs>
3: taste like I taste like onion forever.
0: Andy's making orangutan <laughs> noises. All right.
1: What if I get all of these wrong? <laughs>
0: Then I'll just chop up <laughs> apples in all of your salads from now on.
1: <laughs> yeah. Last right. month.
0: Here we go. Number one.
3: I don't hate onions. Number one. I think it was number one. Feed Adam something.
1: That's an apple. Okay. But it is an extremely mild apple flavor.
3: Gotta be a potato. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna roll a raw potato. That's poisonous. Number two. Number two, Adam. Let's just get all my poison out of the way first.
1: That's an onion, but I'm trying to focus. Yeah, I can feel the burn. That is enough.
2: It's got to be an onion because it fell apart, but I can barely taste it. Give anyway. it some
1: time for the burn to hit. There's,
2: oh, yeah, there's the burn.
1: There's <laughs> no flavor. There's just pain.
3: <laughs> That's really weird. See, but I can taste onion on the back of my tongue, weirdly. Like lightning on the sides of my face. Number three. Hey,
2: wash
0: that onion down. Get <laughs> a palate cleanser.
1: That's another onion. Or everything in the world now tastes like <laughs> onions. That's the other possibility.
3: Okay,
0: I'm ready for the next one. You can repeat
3: them, Alex.
1: Number four.
3: Okay. Another apple. potato
1: mm-hmm. Add some salt to that, fry it up. Delicious.
2: Enjoy our open-mouth chewing sounds, won't you? <laughs> I can't breathe. That is a potato
1: again. I don't want to swallow it this time. There you
2: go. I got a bowl. I got a
3: bowl.
1: <laughs> Number five. Good bowl. That is an apple. Sweet and delicious. Last one.
3: Number six. Yep. Last one. It's got to be uh, onions.
1: Back to potato. Tastes like nothing. A little bit like dirt.
3: Okay. You may that remove your blindfold. Onions and potatoes taste like onions and potatoes, and apples are sweet and delicious. Look, onions, potatoes, and apples. That's just dinner. <laughs>
0: Yep, Kelly also got them all right. <laughs>
3: so my wife is proving me wrong by eating raw potato on toothpicks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you made extra.
3: I did. And dropped a toothpick. Or I did, I don't know. Okay, our final test.
2: Call me crazy, but the, the apple mixed with the onion flavor, I kind of dig.
1: <laughs> I think
0: apple goes with everything. Yeah. Be very careful.
1: <laughs> all right. I'm really worried about this. I'm putting my hand, like, right next to my mouth, and you can just, like,
0: swoop it in. All right, number one—that's
3: happy juice.
0: Now it's time for your
2: graham crackers.
3: Thank you. <laughs> that's
1: that's orange juice.
2: Ooh, careful, don't move your hand around so much.
1: It doesn't taste very good. No, no,
2: it's very volatile. So be careful. Like
1: all, right. all the tartness is missing.
2: Number two, number two is orange juice. <laughs> I think you're so clever.
3: Does it taste sort of... eh? Uh, no, it tastes orangey.
2: If you could describe it with a single syllable.
3: That is
1: water. Okay, next one. Number three. Tastes like water.
2: Andy's drinking like some sort of drink machine. Insert beverage. <laughs> <laughs> beverage received. Donka. Apple juice. All
3: right. Oh, juice
1: cool. doesn't taste fork. good with your nose plugged.
3: Got it. Straight water. On
0: the rocks.
1: I love it. Water. Water tastes good with your nose plugged, it loses nothing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Number five
2: Don't knock anything up, please That's <laughs> the monster noise
1: <laughs> Number five That is definitely orange juice I'm going to feel like a fool if I'm wrong But I feel very definitive
0: <laughs> and Even
2: with my blindfolded nose plug I still feel like a fool <laughs> Number six Numero Numero this one yeah, that's Apple.
3: It's water. Everything's water.
0: May remove... Careful, some of them have liquid. <laughs> yes, I guess we don't need second cups, because you just took a sip.
1: Yeah, I did not chug any of them.
0: You got 100% Jones. again. Woo! So far, gummy bears are our uh, Enigma machine. Yeah. Or... I
1: don't know that we could have done those with our blindfolds on and
0: our nose plugs off, though. So far, we're disproving this with science. Like science three. involves lots of toothpicks and shot glasses. <laughs> just like all science.
3: Honey, do, do you like it like this?
2: You're going to have to try one of these, Alex. There's two oh, more. a
3: pink oh, They're I get
2: this on. <laughs> I'm just going to leave all up. the rest of it This is how I live my life now.
3: Adam, one of these is my pee. Number one.
0: That is water. Apple. Apple water. Oh. Number two. Thing is, I haven't had juice in years, <laughs> so I'm a little unfamiliar with what it tastes like, but I'm pretty sure that's apple juice.
1: Yeah, juice is
0: your kryptonite. That's true. Are we killing shot?
1: Only a little. All right. Number
2: three, orange juice. I'm not as sure about that one. That
3: is water again. The water
1: tastes great, I'm telling you.
3: Water's always it's watery. Great now. now my whole mouth is onion. <laughs> Stop eating the onions.
0: That was orange juice. So good. Number four. That's orange juice. Water. All right. Number five. I must have doubled up on one of those. Apple juice. I think that's orange juice. And the final one, which has to be orange juice. I must have got one wrong. Unless you're wrong. It is orange juice. Okay. How'd I do?
1: Six out of six, but it sounds like our super taster made a mistake. I missed one.
3: And it was five out of six. See, he got apple juice as orange juice once. Wow, that's not a pretty good track record for the whole thing, though. Yeah,
0: I think we have.
2: Oh, my mouth tastes like onions and oranges.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: it's awful.
2: <laughs> and we shall continue the rest of the podcast with terrible breath. The makings of a pretty good uh, stuffing.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, now that we've got our science out of the way, we can move on to our stories.
3: <laughs> you can take up, You can take out those plugs, my lovely assistant.
0: Thank you, Alex. Sean and Kelly, say thank you. Let's warm up today by talking about Carl Wilhelm Scheele. Now, Scheele was a chemist in the mid-1700s in Switzerland and in Germany, and he was a damn good one. It's believed that he identified six new elements and eight acidic compounds before anyone else. Wow, we were. Yeah. He was mostly in it for the science, so he had a bad habit of not publishing his work. As a result, credit for most of these discoveries go to contemporaries of Scheele who wrote things down. He just, like, <laughs> told people about them and then they published them? Uh, not even that. Like, they, most of the time they legitimately also discovered it. It's just he'd already done it, like, two years earlier. So he was a rock star chemist, but sadly died at age 43. His... As
1: happened to rock star chemists.
0: <laughs> so... His kidneys gave out, he broke out in blisters, and then he died. No one is quite sure why he died, or I guess I should say, no one is sure of the specific thing that killed him. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many things. Yeah, Steele was nothing if not thorough, so when he would discover a new substance, he would give it a look, a sniff, a touch, and finally (laughs) a taste. Oh, good. Yes. Would Would he give some time between those, or...? He dipped his tongue in countless vats in his life, and the habit eventually caught up with him. While tragic...
3: on my, on my tombstone. Dipped
0: his tongue in countless vats. Trying to give himself superpowers. Say, okay. <laughs> so, while tragic, his detailed notes give us some of the only insight into how things like pure mercury or arsenic might taste.
1: <laughs> I have always wondered... <laughs> In
0: 1886 in Glasgow, a Dr. George Betson got a letter from a man with a story that sounded made up. George (laughs) (laughs) Betson. Basically, this guy had super bad breath, just the worst. This was a constant problem for him, but one night he woke up early and lit a match to check the clock. It was still a bit too early, so he made his way back to bed and went to blow out the match. When he did, it made a huge fireball that burned his lips and eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. The whom of this fireball was so loud that it woke his wife up. Not huh. to mention the flash. <laughs> Dr. Betson published all this in an article and was contacted by another doctor with a similar story. A guy had indigestion problems, and one day while lighting his pipe, he burped. He ended up setting <laughs> his mustache on fire. Wow. A third doctor had actually been tracking the phenomenon for some time and had taken to capturing burps of other fire-breathing people to analyze the gases that came out
2: of the the shark. Oh, science.
0: (laughs) Dragons live among us. Yeah, so basically the bulk of it was these people had something that was like sort of going bad in their gut, and so they were producing methane out their mouth, which uh, that'll give you bad breath. A little bit. Next, we have a strange event that happened three times and hasn't seemed to have happened before or since... In 1817, a dentist named W.H. Atkinson was tending to a priest after the following happened. The priest had a toothache to end all toothaches in one of his canines. He paced around endlessly, dunked his head in water over and over, and by the end of the day had taken to banging his head on things, trying to get the pain to stop.
3: Yeah, That's what cures toothaches. (laughs) Knock all your teeth out. As a man who's (laughs) had many.
0: He continued to pace and howl through the night until 9 a.m. the next morning when there was a crack-like gunfire from his mouth. His tooth had exploded into shrapnel, but when the tooth exploded, it took the pain with it. God had smote his tooth? Yeah. He turned to his wife and said in astonishment, My pain is all gone. And then he went to bed, slept for almost 24 hours, and when he woke up, he was completely fine other than the crater where his tooth should have been.
2: Spat out a bunch of shrapnel.
0: The dentist made notes of all this, but considered it a fluke. Then, 13 years later, a woman came to see him who had also had an aching canine that had suddenly cracked in half, instantly relieving the pain. Another 25 years after that, it happened again to another woman in much the same way. And finally, in 1871, a woman's tooth exploded so spectacularly, it knocked her over and left her deaf for days. What? <laughs> <Pardon>? <laughs> again, it was preceded by the worst pain she had ever felt and followed by a total lack of That's pain. That's terrifying. Yep. Yeah. And after that, it never seems to have happened again. Making fillings with gunpowder. Yeah. Well, apparently these were teeth they weren't like false teeth they were real teeth yeah that's super weird the lord hates teeth. <laughs> next we're gonna talk about deadly kisses poison ivy yeah in october of 2012 in montreal canada miriam lecrae dumay had recently started dating a new boyfriend the couple had gone to a party and afterward went back to the boyfriend's house for a little post-party makeout session The boyfriend made himself a peanut butter sandwich, brushed his teeth, and the two got at it. What the boyfriend didn't know was that Miriam had a severe peanut allergy. Uh Uh-oh. After a few minutes, she was not feeling so hot. She also had asthma, so she thought it might be that. Yeah. She took some puffs on her inhaler, but no go. She looked at her boyfriend and said, You didn't eat peanut butter by chance, did you? (laughs) <laughs> to which he responded by widening his eyes in alarm. Hmm? Miriam had an inhaler, but not an EpiPen. They called emergency services, but it was too late. The peanut butter laden kiss killed Miriam.
3: No. You
1: know, not that this is in any way her fault, but definitely tell people... If you're going to be up close and personal with them, what foods they're not allowed to eat before
3: touching you? <laughs> hey, I'm on the food play.
0: Not that. <laughs> so in July of 2017 in Iowa City, Iowa, Shane and Nicole Seyfried had just become new parents to their daughter, Mariana. The young couple were not married, but one week after Mariana was born, they tied the knot and had a big party. Shortly after the party, Mariana was not doing so well. The baby was less than two weeks old at this point, so they rushed her to the hospital. There, she was diagnosed with HSV-1 aka cold sores aka herpes Hmm. it seems that someone at the wedding laid a delicate kiss on Miriana's head and she caught herpes as a result now this sort of thing happens but on rare occasions they can lead to viral meningitis such as Mm. this time for example (laughs) such as now yep this causes swelling of the tissue around the brain and spinal column which on rare occasions can be fatal such as this time for example yo Miriana held on for a few more days but sadly died from meningitis just 18 days after she was born
1: i did not know cold source could cause meningitis yeah no, that
0: either. A lesson never kiss your children <laughs> don't <laughs> kiss anyone see our child care episode don't let anybody else kiss your children covet them <laughs> covet your children so lastly let's talk about some unfortunate things that people have swallowed we've got a soft opener that's not too bad but i thought it was funny In 2011, a sheepish 18 year old girl came into the ER and, as quietly as she could, managed to tell the nurses that she had accidentally swallowed her toothbrush. <laughs> it took a bit to get the whole story out of her, not to mention the toothbrush, but it transpired that <laughs> she was trying to make herself throw up by pushing the toothbrush down her throat when she accidentally pushed a little too hard. Where's the gag reflex? It's in there somewhere. <laughs> they endoscoped down in there and popped it out. Oh, Lord, thinking about it made me want to throw up. <laughs> so in 1799, John Cummings was a 23-year-old sailor in the Navy. While on a trip to France, him and some buddies were out on the town and thoroughly drunk. They stopped and watched a street performer apparently swallow a small clasp knife. Coming said, that doesn't look so hard. I can swallow knives better than any Frenchman. That's not a knife. With his drunk friends egging him on, he pulled out his penknife and swallowed oh,
2: God. it. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like a a Navy man.
0: (laughs) After that, he became something of a legend. His buddies would tell the story about how he just up and swallowed a knife. Six years later, some people hearing the story didn't believe it. A knife was produced, and they called out, prove it so he did did it again (laughs) and heck if you can swallow two knives you can definitely swallow more right
2: (laughs) why not not make a career (laughs) of it
0: (laughs) over the next three years coming repeated the trick over and over until lo and behold he started having some really bad stomach aches (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, had he
1: passed any of these knives?
0: I don't think so Where
3: are they going, guy? Although some of them are very small by now That's how
0: the- <laughs> digest works He kicked the bucket in 1809 And the doctors cut him open to find out what killed him Inside, they found 30 corroded knives Sprinkled around his guts In a full dinnerware <laughs> One of which was sticking out of his colon Like a heart tattoo <laughs> This is a photo of Ulysses <laughs> S. Grant. <laughs> Did he, did he walk around and, like, jangle? <laughs> Sounded like swords clashing?
3: It sounds like a good sword fight. In the Rings
0: movie. <laughs> sounds like an Errol Flynn movie in there. Could never sneak up on anybody. <laughs> so lastly, in our Strange Things That Were Swallowed thread, I wanted to talk about Henry Hall. Hall was a 94-year-old lighthouse keeper in Cornwall, UK, in the early 1700s. He ran the lighthouse with several other folks. He was on duty one night when a spark from the light caught the lighthouse on fire and it quickly started to burn out of control. Swallowed the lighthouse. (laughs) (laughs) All ran out, scooped up a bucket of water and hucked it from the ground and freaking nailed the fire on top of the lighthouse. He was 94? He was 94. Oh, yeah. The other two men who had also worked in the lighthouse ran out and joined in, but the fire was just too big. As Hall was looking up at the flaming lighthouse in despair, a huge glob of molten lead that had melted on the roof dripped directly onto his face. Oh, God. It burned his head, face, and neck, and since his mouth was open at the time, a bunch slid down his throat, burning that as well. Oh, God. He screamed, my God, I'm on fire inside. (laughs) The men were forced to retreat to a cave below the lighthouse, and they would remain trapped there for three days as the lighthouse continued to burn and rain debris down on them. On the third day of being trapped, a boat spotted them, threw them a rope and dragged them out to sea and onto the boat. A local doctor tended to Hall's burns, but Hall was much more concerned about all the lead that he drank. (laughs) Am I going crazy, doctor? The doctor didn't think anyone could survive such an event, so he wrote Hall off as a senile old man who was exaggerating what happened. Shut up, old man. You're going to say he wrote him
1: off as dead. Like, oh, you're not going to (laughs) make it. It doesn't matter what I do. (laughs) Oh, no, you're dead.
0: (laughs) Over the next few days, Hall's health improved. He was able to eat and drink, though he wouldn't stop muttering about how much Much more he could eat and drink if there wasn't a paperweight in his guts. Six days after the event, Hall just up and died.
2: (laughs) No shit.
0: (laughs) The doctor performed an autopsy and basically followed the burns from his face into his mouth, down his throat, into his stomach, and finally found a blob of lead that weighed a half a pound or .22 kilograms. Wow! A
1: hamburger of lead.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Don't know why I keep failing my weigh-ins. As if the story wasn't weird enough, the doctor wrote all this down, but the Royal Society didn't believe him any more than he had believed <laughs> so, Hall. So the doctor's a crazy old man too. <laughs> so the doctor turned into a bit of a supervillain and began pouring molten lead down the throats of oh. dogs and chickens to prove they could survive it. None of them did. Oh, no. He's heard to have said, "I'll show them. <laughs> I'll show them all." <laughs> and the hammer is my penis. <laughs> And that was our final story. Jeez. Jesus. Anybody have any personal stories involving their mouths? Trying to think of... Oh, we've already told all my dental stories. Weird
2: yeah. things that I've eaten. I ate uh, some pasta in Panama that had uh, squid ink on it.
3: Mm-hmm. Do you have any other things that are alliteration with uh, the things that you, places you've eaten them? Yeah. <laughs> Some pasta in Panama, some brisket
0: in Brazil. <laughs> I've had uh, squid ink risotto. I, I wasn't impressed. Yeah, I mean it doesn't add any flavor. It just adds no. color,
3: so it just makes it look kind of weird.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, I I had uh, <clears throat> I had a sushi roll in the same town that they put uh, gold leaf all over the top of it. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool. Did the
3: gold leaf add anything?
2: Decadence,
0: <laughs> expense, poshness. <laughs> Let's see, weird things involving mouths. I don't know. Yeah, you've got I mean, kind of a unique mouth, in that you could—you've got a really big one.
1: Yeah, but if, I think we we basically covered my weird jaw in, in the teeth episode. My yeah. wife opens
3: her mouth too uh, far; her
1: jaw pops. Mine does too. I have a crossbite, so my jaw pretty much pops out a joint when I open it too.
2: My mouth can identify most flavors of gummy
0: bear. It's <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> wow. <laughs> really? All right. Well, if nobody has any more personal stories, we'll move on to what are your morals worth? How
3: much to eat raw onion
0: blindfolded (laughs) forever? It's free, obviously. All I got to do is buy you a blindfold. (laughs) So how much to lose your sense of taste forever? Oh, zero. You do it
3: for free? Uh, I would be able to eat healthier forever. Yeah,
0: Yeah. that's kind of my standpoint
2: on it too is there would be much less reason not to eat healthy
3: yeah i enjoy
1: food yeah. i enjoy eating with people i love i do too i really enjoy food but i
2: feel like i i live a longer life yeah I can still hang out with people while I eat, but then I can just say, pass me the flavorless nutrient paste." <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, so
0: them,
2: on the
3: table and Give me five bucks. <laughs> I'll eat that knife.
1: Tortured by cravings or I, but anything. I love food
3: so much. I love how it tastes. Yeah. It really? Does. Okay. So man, cause that, that is a, a huge signifier of what I'm going to eat. It's not the nutrients. It's, Yum 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 yum. But like if I
1: bake you cookies, do you really want to not be able to taste the Mandy? I went to all um, that work. I never bake. I've never baked cookies in my life. It's it's not hard.
2: <laughs> what if they're not very good cookies? Well,
1: wouldn't you want to know that? It
2: doesn't sound like you have a lot of practice. Well, but I wouldn't be able to tell you. But if I can't taste them, it would make it a lot easier to be polite about it.
1: <laughs> I think you'd want to be impolite. I know you.
2: <laughs> I keep eating gummy bears while you guys talk. <laughs> if I did not know that was an option. Where'd they go? They're, they're way over there we are. Just
1: have some slices of raw onion, Adam. No, them. I, I, I do love
2: the food it, that I love. It would be nice to eat healthier, but it's such a big sensation to lose yeah like that, it's one of life's joys and you experience it like three times a day at least yeah
0: and the thing is like i feel like when i'm feeling down if i want to feel better i want to eat something that tastes really good so i yeah. worry about what i would do when i felt down
3: yeah well i'm raising my price to a million now <laughs> <laughs> zero or a million i'm either going to eat healthy or i'm going to die enjoying what i love
2: Gonna be the most unhappy, healthy man. <laughs> healthy old man. I've lived forever, but I
3: hate it. I hate my life.
0: <laughs> Wish I'd died 300 years ago. <laughs> what
3: kind of cheese is that? It doesn't matter. Yeah.
1: Man, do I love good cheese. You bring up a good point.
2: Right? <laughs> Get an aged Gouda? Uh, forget about it.
1: The local flagship cheddar from our local cheese place is so good. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> How come we didn't do cheese tastings with our blindfolds? Yeah, why did
3: we do that? <laughs>
2: Can you identify a goat cheese versus Gruyere? I could barely identify cheeses when I'm not blindfolded. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really torn. Like losing it forever.
1: Like being able to turn it off on will—that'd be nice. But
0: Uh, yeah, you'd have to pay me for that.
1: Five hundred thousand. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I might have to go higher than Andy. I mean, food is so good;
2: it's
3: forever. But don't you want to be healthy? Yeah. (laughs) It's only forever, forever if you're immortal. Well, but I ate the mermaid's flesh because I didn't know what it tasted like. (laughs)
2: uh i'm gonna say forever that's gonna be five
0: million Five million. yeah i don't i think i'm with andy i don't think i could because i was trying to think like how many years would i need to be like take off of work and find something else to do with my life that wasn't eating good food <laughs> what do i do without food, food.
3: try to cure my
0: condition yeah. <laughs> so it's like five which is what kelly said is probably not enough i think 10 which is where andy was at would be good so yeah a million for me too okay All right, well, I think that's all we have for this week. Thanks, everybody, for coming and tasting Fluids Blindfolded with me. Yeah, I love
2: Fluids. Let's do it again for every episode.
0: And thanks for sticking around, everybody, to our 100th episode. We'll see you again at 200 or 101, you know, whichever comes first.
2: Yeah, don't bother listening until we're at 200 again.
3: (laughs) Stop listening now. By 200, we're all robots.
0: And again, thanks to the man behind the curtain, Gerard. And if you haven't had enough of us, you can follow us on Twitter. And as of right now, we've got an Instagram. So you can find us at Podcast on both of those. And if you want to say hi or if you have an idea for a show, you can find us on Reddit or send us an email at acidpoppodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. And remember, don't drink molten lead. Bye.
1: We talk about baby skulls. No, I guess it's that's more dentistry, but good lord, baby skulls. Adam, have you ever seen a baby skull?
2: A baby skull?
1: Uh-huh. A child's skull?
2: Yeah, I think have you so. Have I... a
1: child's skull? It's, it's
2: terrifying. Yeah, they're little monsters.
1: They're full of ideas. <laughs> no, they're full of teeth.
2: Oh, are they? on well, well, a sec. i I'm going to Google it. Yeah.
1: Sean's going to get you a picture that you can appreciate. The nightmare.
3: That won't work for me. yourself. Dad, don't give it enough. Father inside you, that's what's enough. I think his dad as a cop. Ah. <laughs> hey, kids, ask your parents where
0: baby's come from. Here we go. Baby skull. Uh, <laughs> oh my god.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh no. No! What the heck? <laughs> why is it flashing around? Why is it I, why, are you, why are you in
2: this nightmare page now? <laughs> ah, stop! Get out of here, Ackie!
3: <laughs> it's the dark web. Why is it on Pinterest? <laughs> Give something to design for your child, skulk. It's one of my interests. Ah! <laughs> Dr. Tooth, go away. The electric mayhem are gone.
1: Woo, <laughs> we made it! Happy 100, everybody.